Hello, Carrion Crown. It's been a minute since you've heard anybody on this intro besides Griffin or Haley, but it's your good buddy Steve just saying, hey, prepping you guys to get into this episode. Episode 111. So for my big return to the intros to the podcast, um, I didn't really have anything special planned, but we had just finished recording this episode and it is a particularly special episode for me. I think you are going to learn why very soon. So for all of you out there who have um, who have reached out to me, who have uh, chatted to me, uh, shared that they felt bad that uh, I had my big first true character permadeath thank you so much um your your sympathy has uh, it means more to me than you know and i really appreciate you empathizing with with me in a uh, uh a difficult time however i just want to say thank you all for listening um this episode is going to be a tearjerker so without further ado Welcome to episode 111, Funeral for a Fiend. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 111. And, I mean, you're almost you're almost out of Feldgrau. You guys are almost there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, once you, I mean, once you get out of Feldgrau, that's it. That's like, that's book three. That's book three, baby. That's right. There's no stopping us now. Yeah, I mean, there's only... Three more books in your way. Piece of cake. Well, speaking of a piece of cake, Steve, what you drinking? Oh, hey, bud. Um, I am drinking a my very last one of these Green Briar Valley Brewing Company beers, the uh, Devil Ann's. Um, but I'm not getting to that yet because I think I know what episode this is going to be. I'm drinking a Tallboy Hams, and this is a Team Slurp episode. So you guys know what to do. It's pretty self-explanatory at this point. Oh boy. That's good. That's real good. <laughs> I can't remember the last time you did that. It's it was within It's within it's, like it's, five. It's, it's with yeah, it's yeah. been within about five. You probably slurped during one of the boss combat episodes. Maybe. Maybe I don't remember. Well, Maybe I was a little hammered. <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> uh, speaking of somebody, I do remember. Hey, Brooks. Oh, hello. What you drinking? Griffin. I am drinking the uh, Patreon drink today. Uh, Carrion Sour. 
Um, this was suggested by Jason. Oh, Jason. Well, thank you very much, Jason. Uh, it is a delicious whiskey, maple syrup, a little bit of egg white, frost egg white, and uh, well, lemon juice. But I was told explicitly that egg white is unsafe to drink without cooking. So there is not egg white. There's a full egg. (laughs) But yeah, I was not told anything about the yolk. Uh, (laughs) There are two yolks in here. There we go. Yeah, two yolks to make up for the one egg white. They're so extremely different. Mm. (laughs) Well, they taste the same. And... uh, I mean, it it tastes like whiskey with a little bit of uh, maple syrup at the end. Okay. Yeah, I made sure to use rye. What's the What's the deal with every drink being named a uh, carrying something or a something something crown? I feel like that's been the last couple of drinks. Has been a. Yeah, I was like <laughs> the apple crown. Yeah. Uh, carrying. Well, I'm not an extremely creative person all the time, and I think this drink originally was called uh, Canadian Maple Sour, and you know, Canadian starts with a C, so does Carrion. We're playing Carrion Crown, so Crown and Carrion also get thrown in there a lot. Oh, boy. You know what? Seems logical. I'm on board. Same. Makes sense to me. You could have made it a croon maple sour. Also starts with a C. Oh. See, if she did that, it would be unfairly influencing unfairly the voters inflated. because everyone would vote for it, and you know that. Well, and there's no cream in it. If if oh. there had been cream, totally. Or like a lot more egg whites. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, it could be. Uh, with more egg, egg whites, we could get the next uh, Grandma's Ashtray, I think. I mean, at that point, you just might as well be drinking a raw egg. I feel like that would be the next evolution of egg white related drink to do with grandma's ashtray well speaking of the next evolution of of player hey Haley, what are you drinking i uh i forgot a drink come on (laughs) come on with that nonsense I, I, I seriously, I got up here i sat down and i looked at my cup holder and i was like wait why are you empty We've done this show for 111 episodes. <laughs> you fucking serious? Emily, just make her drink that. Are, are kitty paws gluten-free? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here you go. You can have a kitty paw. Oh, thanks. Now my cup holder won't be empty. <laughs> I literally looked down in disappointment and I was like, why is that empty? Oh, because I didn't bring something because that's my responsibility. That's fucking disrespectful to the show <laughs> and what we stand for. I- thanks, Emily. You're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of somebody that's just pulling this whole show together, hey, Emily, what are you drinking? Hello. Today, big surprise, I'm drinking a kitty paw in honor of our favorite were tiger. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, I saw. He's so dead. Yep. Sure Super is. dead. As for me. I'm drinking another hitchhiker, this time Point of Confusion. I can't remember if that's the one I drank last time, but it's a white stout with coffee, maple syrup, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and hazelnut, and it's delicious. And it's a tall boy, and it's about 
9%. So let's rock and roll, baby. <laughs> yeah, we got to get started fast. I just cracked it. So give me 30 minutes. So when we last left our heroes, they had just defeated Arn Vrood and they explored the rest of his crypt. They found a lab and an unexpected character, a good aligned character uh, named Herbert. And he's uh, a rat folk. He was very injured, uh, presumably by Dr. Viv. The party left the crypt uh, with some information. They had found a lot of notes and a somewhat cryptic poem that seemed to be describing maybe ingredients. They then took Vrood's head and went to Ulcris, the the apparition that had told them that he could get them information out of Rude's head in exchange for them bringing it to him. And that would release his spirit. I think you also, uh, by the skin of your teeth, saved a couple of were folk, mm-hmm. uh, who were about to explode by via a bloat bomb. And so we find you in the town inn. Ulcris's spirit finally being put to rest. What are you guys doing? I mean, I, I think that we would try to go meet up with the rest of the crew. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's really anything left in this town. Everyone else, like, left. I think we'd have to go meet with them. Yeah. No, I agree. It's time to return to the rest of the wolves. Yeah, we got the information, all the information that we really could, so. Yeah, I'm ready to go back to the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be so fucking happy to be done with book three. <laughs> Get fucking roasted every week. <laughs> you know, I would never have remembered if you didn't pronunciate it so hard. I'm trying. I mean, it's really hard to pronunciate some wolves. <laughs> Pure idiots. That was a rough one. No. <laughs> rough. <laughs> so, you guys leave... Feldgrau, and as you kind of walk through the town, you notice it's quiet. The unquiet dead here seem to have either been fought off or um, left of their own accord. And you don't hear the sounds of fighting, you don't hear the sounds of wolves. Do you stop anywhere on your way, or do you head straight out? I don't think we have anywhere left that we want to go besides uh, wherever we were supposed to rendezvous with Anya and Rickmit and the rest of the gang. Like, we didn't leave anything or any stone unturned, you know? Felt like it. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you wanted to make a pit stop at the uh, Dyer shop. I don't know that your characters are 100% sure that everybody is gone from town, but you were supposed to meet the rest of your group at the farmstead. That was about an hour out. I'm say we told everyone to leave. Yeah. I can't guarantee there weren't stragglers somewhere that, like, I guess, found. So maybe, 
Maybe we just do a quick... Instead of going around the building, we go straight through, because it had double doors on each side. Yeah. All right. Peek in a window, go right through. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, if it's, especially if it's on the way. If it's, like, way on the other side of town. Well, that wasn't the plan. We're not going to go there. But if it's not far out of our way, let's just check it out. Yeah. So you poke through the dyer shop. Looks like there was a struggle here. Something at some point while you were gone must have broken through. But there's no sign of any bodies. That's good. Or bad. Roll me a perception check. Oh. Twenty-two. Ten for Freya, unless it's something with the stonework. Twenty-six, unless it's traps, and then it's twenty-seven. In eighteen and a fifteen. So, Matumbe, you're the only one that can hear this. Up in the attic, you hear it kind of like a whisper. Help. Help me. Anyone... Puts up a finger for the rest of the group, senses motive, and points to his ear to the rest of the party, like, listen, and points up to the ceiling. Oh, man, it's not great. Uh, 15. Uh, With a 15, you're not really getting a clear motive. You're kind of, it sounds injured, but with that perception, the voice sounds kind of familiar. Is it Cyril? Or Ikmer's dad? You have to go up and find out. All right. Someone we know is upstairs. They didn't make it out. I say we make sure that none of our friends are left behind here and we go upstairs and help them. What say you? I can watch your back. We can't leave anyone living in this town. We gotta rescue them. But let's be cautious. There may be traps and whatnot, but we must be very strategic. All right. No, with with that input, Matumbe is going to uh, calmly explain to the devil wolves to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. We don't want them <laughs> blowing up yep. if this is a trap. Uh, and I'll go ahead and lead the charge upstairs. I say charge in huge quotes. Like, I will watch your back. Yeah, you're take, just, take you're it just easy. Climbing yep. up the ladder uh, with the light spell, mm-hmm. looking around the attic, and you do see uh, Cyril in human form lying on the ground, uh, and he weakly looks over at you. Please help me to determine whether or not he is still under some sort of control or dominate. Is that um, a spellcraft, a sense motive? It's a sense motive. Sense motive yeah. again. Oh, that should do it. 26. Yeah, with a 26, you think whatever compulsion he was under has faded with Vrood. Maybe he, maybe Vrood didn't, you know, concentrate on him. Obviously, he had bigger fish to fry today. Sure. Um, Lyra's already dead. Bigger fish to fry? Hey, now. (laughs) Don't get us started on All-Star again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. uh, 
and you would know with with what was happening with Eclipse, like you're pretty certain he is not okay. being controlled. It's our friend Cyril. It appears he was left here. Um, Matima's gonna pop up there and and go try to administer some sort of aid or something. Yeah, Ikmar's uh, right behind, and at least want to ask him oh, what happened here? It's, I mean, seems like uh, something went down. We were we were attacked. They broke through the barricade. And I I told them to leave me. I can't walk. I was going to be a burden. We had wounded that could make it. But whatever attacked us down there never made it to the attic. Cyril, you will be pleased to know, and you may have felt it yourself, that we have defeated the necromancer Orin Vrood, who led the dead of this town. It is now that we make our retreat out of here. Downstairs there are many of your brothers and your kin. We leave now. I fear I still don't have the strength to... to walk, to move. Uh, you remember from the flesh worm infestation. He was at one dex. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Like, we left him at... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, we'll carry him. Yeah, there's plenty of us. Just like the crown. If you gave him one yeah. lesser restoration, he probably could at least walk. Yeah, that makes sense. I still have a few more of those, so... Freya was following closely behind, and she'll go up closer to him, pull out her wand of lesser restoration, and use it. So, unfortunately, only uh, two points. Okay, that's enough to, with the one he would have um, gained over the night, and those two more points should be enough to at least get him upright and able to move. It's probably slow, but <laughs> he can he can walk with you. He needs help getting down the ladder and stuff. But if he stays close to like me, he'll get woodland stride at least because of the sapling rod. Oh, nice. So that may help. <laughs> Not go through any woods. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. And the fur is notorious for their fertile grounds. Oh yeah, of <laughs> course they are. Choked with weeds and brush. So yeah, you get him down. So you get him down. Um, and I think he immediately notices that who's who's carrying saw? Is it the the other devil wolves or yes, say so, yeah, yeah, so because we can't have them in any fights, yeah, so he would see his pack mates carrying the leader of his pack. Oh no, did. Did he, did he fall fighting that necromancer? Victory came at a price, Zero, and it did not come cheap. He fought very valiantly, and he died with honor, fighting alongside all of us here. We were lucky to have, we were lucky to have him in battle with us. And as you said, you were 
you were successful. You defeated his enemy. Yes. Yeah? We've made the world a better place, but it did come at a great cost. I know Sawyer was willing to pay that price. I'm sad to see he had to, but he'd rest easy knowing that the rest of you succeeded. This isn't going to be a happy reunion, I'm sure, for for our tribe, but for what it's worth, Ikmer, thanks for standing by our pack. Absolutely. I am happy to have any anyone uh, anyone be with us if they wish and then you guys move on and the hour's journey back is uneventful if not a bit mixed emotions I'm sure running through the party Um, you succeeded but you're stretched to your breaking point you lost I wouldn't say he was your party member but he was a strange ally for a strange time and a respected leader like overall yeah yeah, I think the the wolves of the Shutterwood, even if they're not devil wolves themselves, are going to feel this loss. You make it back to the farmstead. And you see digging. The wolves of the Shutterwood suffered for this. They're wounded. They are maimed. And those that are healthy are burying those that are dead. As far as you can see in the field, pots being dug, 30, 40 or more. But you think the fighting must have stopped when you put an end to Vrood for them to get out ahead of you and start burying their dead. So I'm guessing that we're walking up to this farmstead as uh, as a party and uh, Ikmer will say I I think we should at least first uh, try to find Anya and and then I must uh, at least I must be with with my people and he'll uh, either break away from the rest of the group or uh, I guess like stay with them. No, actually, I take that back. He's going to stay with everybody else because we're carrying saw. Well, as you approach the camp and people start to, the wolves start to notice the party and you see their attention turns from Ikmer to Sawyer and they all kind of take a knee they stop what they're doing you get further into the camp 
you see Rickmet uh, and Sabriza kind of going over the losses, going over the battle, and they don't know you've won. So they're planning something, potentially planning to get you out. And they notice you, and Rickmit just, like, stands up like a rocket and just kind of runs over to you and hugs you. We weren't sure you'd lived. Oh, and you succeeded. Yes, we did. At, at a cost. And, uh, motion toward the body. Sauce. So, uh, Sawyer. Excuse me. Nice save. And Rigmit would look. That's a. It's a shame, but he died saving the rest of us. He did, and he'll uh, be buried with the highest honors. I'm not sure how that is, so uh, you guys all have to show me how. Indeed, we'll... Start the preparations immediately. Thank you. Anya needs to know. We need to find her. Um, Anya's in the actual farm. If you recall, many of the devil wolves were uh, injured because of their long stay in Feldgrau. And so she's there tending their wounds. She may not be able to heal them magically, but she has some abilities when it comes to mending. Um, And she turns and she... She, at first, her face lights up that the party has returned. And then she sees... You know, the the members of her pack carrying Sawyer. Oh, no. And she just loses it. I told you not to die. I told you. I said, don't die. Don't fucking die. And she lets out this howl. And it must be a howl that the devil wolves know because the rest of her pack takes up the howl as well. And then even those wolves that don't, that aren't a member of the devil wolves howl. And the, her pack kind of puts Saw's body down, lays him down. And she just, she goes to him and she kind of cradles him in her arms and just cries. Uh, Matume walks up to the grieving widow and puts a, a hand on her on her shoulder. Miss Savarine, if it is any consolation, and I know that it likely will not be, 
it is my personal belief that our victory is caused directly by Sawyer. He fell in the battle against Brood, but in the battle previously, he fought valiantly, defeated a few of Rude's lieutenants, including the nefarious Dr. Saloom. I am not sure that the rest of us would have had the strength to make it through that first defense, or even stand up to Rude, had we made it through. She kind of <laughs> sniffles and looks up at Matumbe. Thank you, Matumbe. I, I'm glad. I'm glad the rest of you could follow through. I know he he wanted more than anything to stop Vrood because of the things he does. If he had to die fighting Vrood, it's how he would have wanted. He went out a warrior, Anya. And few among us could have such a high honor. And at that point, he takes his hand off her shoulder and retreats back to the rest of his party. If only we could have been so lucky to have met at a different time. I sincerely believe that Together, I think we, all all of us here, could have become a uniform pack and taken Rude with much less loss. And we were extremely lucky to have his support. And we are... Here, because he gave his life. Thank all of you for... For fighting by his side. So that those of us here that wouldn't have stood a chance against Vrood didn't have to. A lot more would have died if you hadn't. Freya would... She approaches Anya and Sawyer, but still gives them a little bit of space speaking as calmly as she can. There's nothing I can say that will help ease your pain, but just know that we're here for you if and when you ever want to talk. Sawyer made a grave sacrifice and he made the world a much better place. I thank him for that. I'd have loved to thank him, too. And she kind of just goes quiet. I think at this point, like, Cyril kind of hobbles over to her, and he's... I mean, he's like... Like I described earlier, one of the older members of the Devil Wolves, and so he would kind of, like, in bat form, like, wrap a wing around them. And it looks like she takes comfort in that. And 
Ikmer would at least uh, call a medic over from the, I guess, larger party if there was uh, any sort of crowd gathering and uh, ask someone to assist with the the three that were at one point uh, in chains and as well help with Cyril. So over the over the journey, you do know that the while they're still injured, the wolves that were in chains are no longer at risk. Oh, the okay. others, but they're they're still hurt. They're still badly injured, but they're they're not ticking time bombs anymore. Good, that's good. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I think everybody here is almost as tapped out as you guys feel. I mean, they lost nearly half of their number and it's I imagine Sabriza would like you'd call her over and she'd be like on good berries <laughs> that's how she'd be healing people like she doesn't even have she doesn't even have anything stronger than that fantastic um, but she'd hand out like her last good berries to that that group and it's a somber evening Matumbe, they're digging graves. They're, um, they've actually kind of no Griffin. We're digging. Graves. We're digging graves. <laughs> um, I, I, I'd hop, roll in the roll up the sleeves, hop in the pit. Let's go. So, um, they're utilizing one of these fields, and you actually see some of the wolves are erecting some kind of like like fixing and erecting a wall around this this small field and uh, they're building some kind of like memorial shrine to it and it starts to make out like the battle for Feldgrau. Damn. Yeah, he'd, he'd support it any way he can, so... So you're actually learning there. things here, Matumbe, because like oh. the, the wolves have different burial practices than... Uh, than you're used to in like the Mwangi or or even here with with what the bones land in a spiral tells you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're it's almost more like an Osiriani tradition, you think, uh, where they're burying like they're preparing the graves and they're putting <laughs> putting items um, items of value, I guess. Um, into each grave yeah. things like their prized weapon or uh, or a uh, a symbol of like their lineage nothing to the extent of like all of their possessions but it's definitely like each clan is kind of burying their dead a little bit differently mm-hmm. and um, and you're picking up on these kind of differences between them uh, and able to help them out because you have profession grave digger in general. Oh yeah. Um, what about the rest of you? Are you doing anything this evening? Are you kind of? Eclipse would walk over to Machumbe, um, and she would just kind of have a separate side conversation, real quick, with him. Um, she, you know, look way up at him and, and say, "So." I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not not very familiar or good with deaths. 
Is it wrong or even appropriate to offer Anya one more conversation with Sawyer? I have that ability, but I don't know if that's wrong. I can hold what's called a seance. Um, Matumbe would think long and hard about that. In nothing I have read, does it ever say that the living cannot converse with the dead? You are not getting in the way of him moving forward, are you? No, we could do it before, before everything. From what I understand of the after, his soul has yet to be judged, it's too soon. It sounds like you would just be communing with him before the end. Yes. If what you say is true, I see no error or heresy with it. In fact, it may do Anya some good to get some closure. That is the knowledge that she wanted. Um, her, what she would consider her expert in death, Matumbe. Dope. Uh, so she would turn back to Matumbe, I guess, and kind of say, Thank you. I, I don't know if right now is maybe the best. Maybe would, I think maybe morning would be better. Because this scene, it seems very fresh right now. I also fear that if you approach Anya now in her time of mourning and speak about talking to the dead, she may have a particularly emotional response to that. Give her time. Let her understand what has happened. And then you may approach her. This is my advice to you. And with that advice, uh, Eclipse would say thank you, nod, and she's actually going to go go ahead, and she is going to... You know there's a couple more shovels over here. Nope. <laughs> uh, so it's a she, lot of work for only a few of us. I am very tiny and would not be helpful because I cannot wield a medium shovel. She's um, got one of those garden shovels. <laughs> I have found a trowel in your sides. <laughs> <laughs> the wear corgis all have small size shovels. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she would she would go go kind of through her stuff. I mean, she is highly connected with spirits and souls, and she's not good about saying the right thing, and can clearly see a grieving widow when she sees that. Mm-hmm. So, but she is going to go through um, her stuff, kind of like she she does have her planchette, like she has uh, all of her. Uh, implements and kind of get those and kind of get herself mentally ready for this offering of a seance with um, with Sawyer in the morning. Okay. Anyone else before you rest? Freya is pretty much out of abilities right now, but she can still administer some first aid. So she would go around and try to help those that are the most wounded and need the most immediate care to try to stop the death toll from going up. Sure. Yeah, you can use the remainder of that on some of the wounded and maimed. 
Ikmer, I'm sure, looks, uh, or his armor, I'm sure, looks very large on him based on the amount of negative levels that he's received. But uh, if there was any sort of healing offered, he would say, no, no, there are uh, better places to use your abilities or the, the healing. Go on, help the others uh, before before me. And then he would go to uh, Rickmit and Sabriza and the other uh, pack leaders and uh, talk, uh, converse about probably like take count of the the dead or missing and I guess get, get the general consensus yeah. from the rest of the pack leaders. Yeah, so Rick Middle kind of take you aside son the the devil wolves they there's there's only about 20 of them left the you know uh, us the prince's wolves we about a third of our number are gone the doors and elves they have the most women and children so they've only lost about 20 of their number oh. unfortunately the volensang are about to be a dying breed. They were first to fight. It's Luetta and ten others. It's all that's left of them. And the Morgenacht, once they came to their senses, they joined us at daybreak. You might see some new faces around here. I've had them bend the knee as well. They won't be an issue for you, but if you're talking of unifying the packs, they want to be a part of that. Absolutely. And they'll be welcomed with open arms. Uh, it's extremely troubling to hear the amount of losses that we took. I will be, uh, be going to each of the clans to offer my condolences and see where the, where we can, where I can help the most. And I think that's what Ikmer spends the rest of the evening doing. You know, he talks to Sabrizi, he talks to Luetta, um, the, you know, his father is obviously the leader of the Prince's Wolves. The Mordrenach don't have a leader anymore. Uh, and so he kind of hits all of the tribes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, eventually between the grave digging and the healing and the preparing occult rituals and the, <laughs> and the you know, the helping, you all fall asleep. And you all reached level nine. Woo! Woo! So I want to go around the table real quick and just uh, just give me the one cool thing you got 
at level nine. Emily, you got one cool thing for me? I do. Uh, Freya's channeling got a lot better. Not only does she have extra channels now, but she rolls 5d6 instead of 4. Nice. That's going to come in handy. Extra channels is extra luck. Which we desperately need. Yep. Haley, what Eclipse get that's really cool? Two new focus powers. Ooh. Anything cool in those focus powers? Uh, telekinetic mastery. Took a... Took Oh, took a yeah, took a little hint from uh, Varud there. Yes, I did, and also um, Loki. I or uh, L O C I Sentry. Um, oh, Loci. Yeah, Loci Sentry. I don't know Loki Sentry, Loci Sentry, whatever it is. Uh, just so that we never ever have to punish ourselves for not sleeping. Um, oh, is it kind of like a keep watch type of? It is. It is very much like a keep watch. Uh, basically, whenever a creature enters an area, right then uh, the Sentry. Manifested immediately attacks the intruder. In oh, addition, that's way better oh. than keep watch. Yes. Yeah. In addition, I'm immediately aware, um, and if they don't succeed at a will save, then they're days for that round two. So we have like a round to get there. And they last for an hour per occultist level. level. So like this is the first time where they're truly, truly viable because it's a yeah, full it's nine hours. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a very thoughtful purchase. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Good, and I get a full job. like yeah. uh, I get a full like 55 foot radius. Oh, awesome. So I get a huge area. I could actually watch over this entire, probably, section yeah. mm -hmm. or so. Ick. I got, well, number one, uh, leadership. So now I can have a following, which is gorgeous. Uh, Going to have little, little Ick's running all over the place. Uh, you got to have leadership. Uh, that's yeah. leader. different. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you took the procreate feat. <laughs> God damn it. I thought that was a focus power. <laughs> no, um I did get fortification though. Uh twenty five percent chance to negate oh, critical sick. hits. Nice. Is that with your armor master that you got? It is. It is. And then uh light fortification as well. So uh yeah, that should be fun. Or it will be fun. All right. How about Matumbe? So what, what, what level, what, what class did you put this in? So at first level, Amagus gets spell strike. Oh, come on now. <laughs> but when I took a seventh level of Inquisitor, what I actually got, uh, was just actually some, some more Bane, uh, access to my third level spells. So I did, I did quit the Inquisitor train, at least for now. You mean I, investigator train? Um, yeah, you're, you're correct. Investigator train. Uh, at least for now, the two-level dip is probably all I want out of it. That got me a lot, um, but I'm back on Inquisitor. Um, what I want to talk about is my feat very quickly. I took a feat called Esoteric Advantage. Um, it's really cool. Um, I don't think it's insanely like overpowered or crazy special, but basically any time you identify a creature with a knowledge check, which is every creature mm -hmm. from now on because my skills are insane um you choose either the creature if in, if the creature has it damage res uh damage reduction um energy resistance or spell resistance and for you you reduce that by two. Oh, that's cool yeah and 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 it doesn't matter what it is so if it's even if it's like dr slash mm -hmm. yeah you take it down by two it, yeah so um not super sexy or super flashy but i feel like this at this point in the adventure um, I'm going to at least be able to identify everything and 
I mean, basically everything is going to have some sort of resistance. So I'll be able to knock it down a little bit for myself. Yeah, play to your strengths. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a, that's a juicy love. Oh, did you, uh, are you now six BAB? I sure am. Oh, he's got that second attack. He at sure does. Nine. He wow. sure does. Wow. He did it. I mean, it's still bad. It's still bad, but you have it now. But I got it. Now you don't have to be hasted to hit twice with the book. You know me. Okay, so you wake up in the morning, and today is kind of the day where the preparations have been made and the the funerals are happening. They'll probably happen throughout the day and into the evening and maybe into the night because there are so many and, you know, everybody fought valiantly in this fight and deserves their um, a true burial. And Eclipse, are you are you following through on the seance? Asking Anya about the seance? Yeah, I think um, Eclipse would try to catch Anya when she is kind of alone. Maybe uh, the devil, maybe the, some of the devil wolves are either haven't started or are or only just about to. And she'll kind of pull Anya aside and she'll say, So. I don't know how you are obviously not doing good, but I don't know how you'll take this. So understand, I mean this with very good intentions. I have the ability to give you one last conversation with Sawyer. We can hold a seance. It's my specialty. And you can have one last conversation. Do you have interest? Or is that too much? I, f- I feel like I still need to know what he, what he really wants. There were... There were some... Some things left unsaid when I told him not to fucking die. I was hoping he wouldn't. How how well will I be able to talk to him? I mean, I've I've seen a speak with dead spell before. It's not it's not really it's not really what I'm looking for. I don't want to I don't want to stare his corpse in the face and listen to him give me cryptic answers about things. If it's a real conversation, I'm willing to have it. I I'm gonna talk now. To Griffin, the GM. Mm-hmm. This is uh, basically a haunt collector with at least one haunted implement can commune with spirits once a day. By holding a seance for 10 minutes, I can ask questions of a destroyed undead, which he now is, mm-hmm. um, or some other sort of haunt or neutralized whatever. So I can do that. It does act similar to speak with dead. I was using the kind of flavor only because of what it says which is can commune with spirits once a day in the 10 minutes seance so I don't know what as far as because like mine it's similar to speak with dead or speak with haunt so yes it is similar to that and 
I just don't know if that's what I should be giving her. So yeah, brief cryptic, I guess. Repetitive. But the creature wouldn't have opposed me, so it probably would be a little bit less so. It says the soul can only speak about a new in life. You know. I guess she's more concerned with like does he know what she says to her or to him? Like she got she got a lot of information from Saw before he left. Yeah, so I basically grant I grant the semblance of life to a corpse and allow it to answer questions, which means it can hear and answer questions. If that's what she's going for, th- there's that ability. Um, the knowledge is limited to whatever it knew in life, including languages it spoke. Answers are brief, cryptic, or repetitive, especially if the creature would have opposed you in life. So he would be able to answer some stuff, but probably not in full detail. So if she's looking for specific stuff, he might be able to be brief about those specific items, but I can't can't guarantee there's uh like I don't I don't know how again, I don't know how to properly answer this to her. So you I mean you would say it works just like speak with dead. I guess I would say Anya, it does act like speak with dead, but I don't know how you've seen it cast in the past. But if you cast that on someone who is opposed to you to find out information, they're going to be purposefully more brief and more cryptic and repetitive and kind of be jerks when talking to you. I would say Sawyer is the opposite of opposed to you. So you might get more, but I can't guarantee you're going to get tons of detail. I only have one question for him then, and... If he can't recognize anything I have to say, then we can leave the conversation at that. I just have to ask him one thing. Okay. So, with that, um, Eclipse would need Sawyer's body on the ground, and she would need to hold his head in her hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to come off. I did double check that. <laughs> Before I even offered, mm. I double checked that, that. I spent some time. Gee, thanks. I spent some time researching that last night before we went to bed and I leveled up. But anyways. Eh, I'd say take it off just to be sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically Eclipse would sit down, kind of cross-legged, hold Sawyer's... Um, head in her in her hands and in her lap and would have Anya just keep contact with her like on her like hold her shoulder or something to keep contact with her and Eclipse would begin the seance and after about 10 minutes or so you would see Sawyer's eyes flicker a little and uh, Eclipse would turn to Anya and say you have nine minutes my love I only have one thing to ask of you and then you can you can move on Anya yes where am I you died oh I guess I did this is new it's not like before is it 
One quick no. side note for Sawyer. Sawyer would actually, because of my special ability, would actually know about his entire time of undead as well, just in case uh, that is relevant to you. Gotcha. I know you were you were willing to die for to defeat that evil man. Are you ready for death? I'd like to think that I have done all I can with what I've been given. But when I died, I didn't feel like I was riding off into the sunset. And I don't want to die if it's not next to you. Riding, riding off into the sunset together. Why, why did you tell me to stay then? Because if I'm, if I made it out and you didn't, I don't know if I'd be any better than when we met 10 years ago. I couldn't live with myself if I couldn't live with you. It's good to hear your voice one last time. It's good to hear yours. I love you. I love you too. And she cries and kind of turns away. Eclipse would uh, look at Sawyer. I think we're about about done. Rest easy. And then uh, she would detach from Anya's arm and she would pull her hands out from under his head and gently move out from under Sawyer's body and gently put his head back on the ground. She ends the seance. Okay. Anything else? I don't. I don't have anything right now. I thought about doing some augury or something, but I don't think that's. I don't think so. Well, I imagine Ikmer at least probably attends the funerals of those that were lost. Um, you know, even though he didn't really know many of them he kind of just is present yeah absolutely and stand as tall and uh, be as brave as he can be but uh, definitely not intruding on the different practices or act, act like he already knows them at some point in the afternoon, Anya would pull Igmar aside and ask, We're saving Sawyer's ceremony for, for the end of the day. 
and he's going to be he's going to be carried by the devil wolves but I was hoping since you fought beside him that you might as well I'd be honored to thank you so the the funerals continue throughout the day and the evening comes and the very last funeral is saws and Ikmer and Matumbe you're part of the procession Ikmer you carrying saw and uh, Matumbe as a cleric of Phrasma I feel like you've been very busy today kind of uh, where you were allowed kind of saying some just you know s- speed their soul through you know the gates let them be judged justly and whatever you you, you did say that yeah it's funerals all day so Matumbe probably has been like I, I, you haven't mentioned any other like followers of Phrasma he's probably been like holding ceremonies all day long just either oh, yeah. either digging graves or laying people to rest yeah I think once he gets the the gist of how like these funerals are going he's how how the werewolves kind of bury their dead and stuff yeah. he's adapting and um and helping out all day but it's like the speed dating of funerals yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm so sorry <laughs> wow uh, and you start from the from the farmhouse and head to field. I need Matumbe and Ikmer in the farmhouse to make a perception check. I mean, do you re- do you really want Ikmer's because it's at a a very big negative? Oh, from the negative levels. Yeah, yeah uh, thirty-four, eight with a twelve. Matumbe, oh <laughs> Matumbe, you noticed something, and um, you knew about what Eclipse was going to do this morning, mm-hmm. and you might kind of smirk and keep it to yourself. You see that Saw is missing his right pinky. Okay. But the procession continues. Um, Devil wolves lift the body. Anya, much like kind of a parallel to Professor Lorimore's funeral, Sawyer's next of kin kind of leads the procession through the field and to his grave. And he's slowly lowered into the ground with his weapons. Um, Anya tears off a necklace that she wore and places it on his chest before he's buried. So with the devil wolves and our party um, and everybody standing around, Matumbe will say, it's at this time that I will say some parting thoughts and last rites, after which, Anya Severine, if you have a word or two to say, then would be the time to share it. After which... We will bury the body. All who live must face her judgment. What does this mean? You may have heard followers of Phrasma use this phrase when cursing another soul. To them, it roughly translates to 
One day you will pay for your crimes even if it is not in this life. However, I am no normal follower of Phrasma. I see beyond the phrase to the ambiguity behind it. To me, it means that we must all face her judgments. No matter your religious beliefs, your propensity towards good or evil, what mortal shell you were born into or your past deeds. Today, Sawyer Savarine swims in the River of Souls, headed towards Phrasma's Spire, and I do not know how he would be judged. For when I read his aura but a day ago, I had never read one so contradictory and complex. But faith is not about what you know. It's what you believe. I believe Sawyer was a troubled individual working to atone for his past. That is what I had felt in him. However, the Sawyer I met was an idealist. Not one fighting for a selfish or short-sighted end. For an idealist it is easy to drive others who follow you to take something back. Take back lost rights. Take back your homeland or take back the world. But unlike these selfish or short-sighted individuals and goals, Sawyer sought not to take anything back. He sought to take his people forward, to rise up, to make equal the downtrodden and despairing. And that is why today, I know Phrasma will judge him fairly, but I believe his final place of rest will be one of peace and tranquility, far from the anger and rage which drove him forward in his mortal life. At this point, uh, Matumbe looks around to um, make eyes with some of the people who are who are here, who are not devil wolves. Um, and, he, and he continues, Soya leaves behind a grieving widow and a tribe of like-minded individuals. They are not naturally born into your way of life, but have had it thrust upon them before being cast aside by people like you. For those here today who fought Sawyer's ideals before his untimely death, honor his sacrifice. Welcome them into your collective. Learn from your mistakes. I implore you all to grow your family because today and in the several days prior to today, we have learned just how fragile that family can be. Rest easy, Sawyer, and though you must face the lady's judgment sooner than the rest of us here today, I pray that what awaits you is paradise beyond measure. See you soon. And at that point, he would, uh, he would go ahead and nod to Anya that basically signaling that his piece is done and if there's anything she needs to say then now is the time. And she'd kind of 
in passing you say, Thank you, Matumbe. That was very kind. And she kind of writes herself here. I want to thank everyone for gathering here to mourn my late husband, Sawyer. To remember a loyal son of O's, I'd like to read a passage written by one of the Infernal Duke's disciples. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night, what a mortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry. In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp, dare its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night, what a mortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry. And she pauses here for a moment, a tear rolling down her cheek. Those of you who knew Sawyer witnessed how bright his soul burned. He had a passion for life and an unshakable optimism. As if he saw every day as a new opportunity and a new start. This sometimes frightening optimism allowed him to form the pack of outsiders you see around you. Sawyer saw the best in all of his pack. He knew that sin does not define us, nor does it control us. I've known the true Sawyer longer than anyone. His fire didn't always burn so bright. It's never easy to be hated for being who you are, and Sawyer dealt with that every day. I think that's what made him into the man he was. His life was hardship, so he wanted the best for those who had it hard. He turned his anger about his past into building a better future for the misfits in the world. He certainly built a better future for me. I remember a time before the Shutterwood when it was just he and I sailing in the shackles. I've never seen him look more at peace than at the helm of a ship. He told me, Anya, I know this can't last forever, but out here I can sail faster than my past can chase me. I'd like to live like that for a little while. For the first time when I looked into his eyes, I didn't see any pain behind him. I think he was truly happy then, adrift on the sea. Sawyer, may you find that same peace 
as you sail the river of souls. And now Anya takes one last look down into the grave at Sawyer. When I found out you died, I'd never felt so close to giving up my hope. But then I thought of what you'd tell me. You'd tell me to fight that feeling. You'd tell me that I'm stronger than I think I am. You'd tell me that you love me. Right before you left to fight for our safety, you told me that you could never ask me to forgive you for the things you did in the past. What you didn't know is I forgave Saw Moon Isle a long time ago. And I've never had to forgive Sawyer Savarine. I love you so much, Sawyer. And I know in my heart that you'll be waiting for me for whatever our next adventure is. And she kind of breaks down here. And moves to the side. And... The rest of the tribe drops flowers and tokens into the grave, but the devil wolves are the first to lower some, shovel some earth over him. And that's the end of Saw Moon Isle. I don't care about the rest of the show. Thank all four of you for making today special. <laughs> this, is, this has been really nice. This has been really nice. Thank you. And with that, I think we'll finish our drinks. Because we'll see you next week. I knew it. <laughs>